welcome back guys i am very very excited for this episode for this installment of pbk perspectives i'm joined by um basically the only catholic artist i think i really know um that i don't personally know i guess so like someone that i actually found uh through jake uh who we had on the first uh installment of pbk perspective jake Duty, my good friend um he had introduced me to anthony here um better known as shui to me at least i don't really know him as anthony i only know him as shui and um yeah i was actually when me and jake were roommates he he put me on to shui who i guess they're both from charlotte went to the same youth group and whatnot um and yeah we're going to talk into a lot of different things his story conversion whatever kind of going on there and then also obviously his music maybe plans for after and things like that but um as for now welcome anthony thanks for coming on to the show dude dude thank you for inviting me it's kind of crazy (laughs) yeah man it's wild it's wild so b and anthony actually didn't realize this but we were both at franciscan last semester um i didn't know that uh anthony was anthony and obviously he didn't know who I was either. So we kind of figured it out after the fact, but uh, hopefully we will have some sort of uh, meeting in person. Uh, you never know. Maybe if I come visit you and Jake and Charlotte or something like that, we could work, work something out. Bro, that'd be dope. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, I like to ask a pretty chill little icebreaker question first. Mm. Um, and I've been doing three favorite movies of all time. Like, if you only had three movies to watch, I think I'm gonna switch it up though for you. All right, uh, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with TV shows. You got three. You know, it's Ooh. tough. There's two different types, right? There's your three favorite <clears throat> TV shows of all time, and then there's three TV shows <clears throat> that you could only watch the rest of your life. Now, I'm gonna <clears throat> let you decide which one you want to do. Um, and I know it's on the spot, dude, but give me your best three. All right. Um, number one. I'm going to do my favorite ones. Number one, definitely Avatar The Last Airbender. That show goes hard. Okay. Um, number two, I like, <laughs> I really enjoy watching Psych. Psych is hilarious, right? Wow. That's a, okay. So, Interesting. And then number three, oh, hold up. Hmm. TV show. Hmm. Let's say I like some Marvel stuff. So okay. You know, I really did like Wandavision. That's a great okay. one. Okay. All right. If you can, okay, real quick. That I'm curious because those are yeah. three. Okay, I know about those shows. Very different. Not really something I've been. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. If you could, real quick, what would your three movies be though? My three movies. Yeah, like this is all you could watch the rest of okay. your life. You only have three movies. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, definitely, Unbroken. I love that okay. movie. Yeah, it's a dope movie. Um, hmm. I really like John Wick. That's a good movie. Okay. Those movies are crazy. Yeah. Um, And last one. Hmm. I'm going to do The Passion of Christ. 
Wow. You know what? You are a wholesome individual, dude. You are a wholesome individual. Yeah, those are probably the best answers we've had so far. See, like I'm the kind of guy that like I'm throwing in the other guys in my top three for movies. And then like for shows, to be honest with you, uh, it's probably got to be the office for comedy. It's really hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a close tie with friends for me. I'm a big friends guy. Um, but I think I probably had to choose the office. And then like, I don't know if you've ever seen Money Heist, but Money Heist might be up there, man. And then um, last chance you the basketball one that one was crazy. Mm. That mm. was so good, dude. Because it was like Coach Carter. I don't know if you ever seen Coach Carter, but it was like that, but real life version, like even more real life version than that. And to me, yeah. it was so good. But all right, it's not about that. It's about it's about Mr. Anthony Quintero today. It's about Shway. So all right, to get this thing started, um, if you could just give us, I mean, your backstory, like a little bit of a little bit of your testimony. Um, yeah, kind of a little bit of insight on on who you are. Perfect. <clears throat> All right. So I grew up in Colorado and I, you know, my life was pretty solid there. Um, I had a really good school, um, some close friends and things were going pretty well until I moved all the way to North Carolina right before eighth grade year. And that sucked. <laughs> that was like really tough for me. Um, however, God always comes through. And so after that eighth grade year, you know, I met these missionaries called Hard as Nails Missionaries, and they did an event at um, my parish, and that really flipped stuff around. Um, and that was crazy because it's just like, wow, like I learned so much then. Like mm. I'm not alone in my suffering. Mm. Like we all have an identity under Christ, you know, it's mm. just crazy stuff. And I'm like, then I then I came into high school all hype, and then I came in like, you know, ready ready swinging, you know, clean yeah, slate, yeah. ready to go. Um, and that was kind of how that happened. Um, and then during my high school year, I, well, <laughs> whenever I go, whenever I tell stories, I usually go all over the place. So yeah. we're gonna start going all over the place. It's all Before, good. Before when I was in Colorado, though, because I think this is important to the story. Um, there was a priest that was always joyful. He's literally, he was so lit. Um, and he'd give, he would hand out starbursts at the end of every mass, like what a basket. So I was like, yeah, this guy's awesome, man. Like as a little kid, just going after mass, grabbing like 20 starbursts, you know, yeah. um, like it was great. Like first confession, he gave me like a hand, like a stick of starbursts and like some money. It was like, bro, this guy's sick. So I was like, dude, you know what? I'm going to be a priest when I grow up. That was the first time I thought that, you know, uh, when I was a little kid. Um, but then I remember, and this is a little, like, side story that I remember, like, you know, having. One time I was, like, getting ready for bed. And that day my dad actually, he took us out to ice cream. And I was, like, thinking about that. I was like, dang, my dad took us out to ice cream. Wow, like, that's awesome. I feel so loved. And then when I was like, and this is like when I was like getting tucked in still. So I was like, started crying. And my dad was like, Anthony, why are you crying? I was like, because I want to be able to take my kids to ice cream, you know? Um, and then I was like, but I can't if I'm a priest. And so I was like, dang. I was like, you know, I have a solution. I'm gonna be a permanent deacon. And he's like, oh, okay. Right. So that was my solution. when I was little, but as I started getting older, you know, that priest thing kind of 
faded in the background. I was like, oh, we're not going in. We're not going to mess with that. We're just going to, you know. And then I moved. Okay. Now we're back on track. So I'm in high school. We're chilling. Then I'm like, bro, let's get a girlfriend. So I got a girlfriend. And that lasted, you know, it was actually a pretty long relationship. We lasted two years, like about two years, maybe a little bit over that. Um, however, the relationship, although it started pretty good, it was a high school relationship and started to become, you know, unhealthy as one might, you know, be able to yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how it usually goes. But, um, yeah, so then my junior year, I really was like, dang, things are not going so well. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff happened between freshman year and junior year, um, which is it was just really heavy. Um, like my little sister, she actually was diagnosed with leukemia cancer. Um, and yeah, things were just not going too well. But thankfully, she's doing a lot better. She's, you know, she's off of the chemo and everything. So that's wow, really good. Praise, praise God. God. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was like junior year. I was not in my faith because I was just not really in it. Bro. I was just distracted, going through a lot of heavy things. And so then I was, you know, it's just you realize you're like, bro, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. 100%. Um, and so I was on a retreat and that retreat, I was just like, God, what do you want from me? You know, like, tell me what you want from me. And then he was just really speaking to me and speaking to my heart saying like, bro, you got to do something. You know, you really got to change something. So I was like, you're right. You're right. So then I broke up with my girlfriend and there was a lot of drama that happened for that. But it's all good, bro. God always comes through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so even in the drama, it's still Gucci. Um, <laughs> and like, I was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Anyways, then COVID hit, which is kind of crazy because like right before COVID hit, that's when I broke up, which like gave me and my girlfriend space, which mm -hmm. I think was like really needed. Yeah. Um, and then I started really like, holding on to my faith. I was like, oh, let's get this going because this is important and I need to pursue this. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know how I mentioned hard as nails, my eighth mm -hmm. grade year. Well, they actually came my junior year right before I broke up. So they were like, and it was like kind of during, you know, the whole thing that was going on. Mm -hmm. um, so they were also helping me through that. Like it was good that they were rejuvenating you know, the Jesus juice in me. I was like, all right, all right. Um, and so, yeah. And then after my senior year, I graduated and I was just thinking like, all right, God, like we're going to, we're going to do hard as nails. Cause that was something that they were, you know, I was like really attracted to and um, they helped me. So I was like, dude, no doubt. We'll just do hard as nails. Um, and I applied and everything and, you know, everything was going pretty good and they accepted me and everything. And it was like, it was like, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, until I was like, ah, man, God's starting to talk to me about priesthood again, bro. <laughs> God started to talk to me about that. And I'm like, no, but like, I was really into my faith and I was like, you know what? Actually this, 
the more that I think about it, the more that I pray about it, like it's becoming something that's like in me. I'm like, okay, all right, this is actually exciting. Like this discerning the priesthood is actually exciting. And so, um, yeah, my, my senior year, I was, you know, deciding more, um, on what to do and, you know, praying about it. And I visited the seminary up in Charlotte and it was like, it was a very beautiful experience. Um, but I just don't think I was there in my faith yet. Like just to the extent that they were all there, you know, um, like when I got there, it was like four something in the morning and we couldn't talk all the way until like after breakfast or something, <laughs> breakfast was like seven something. I was like, dang, but you know, it was, it was still beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't ready for it. Um, and, but I knew like God was definitely like telling me, Hey, yo, come on. You got to start thinking about priesthood for real, you know? Um, because you remember last time, you know, you just, nah, nah, I'll think about it later or whatever. And that's so, that's so like realistic. Like if I just push it off, it's never going to happen, you know? Mm. Um, and so I was like, I was like, all right, God, let's, let's think about hard as nails. Let's think about, you know, what, what other stuff. And so hard as nails, because it wasn't necessarily like I had a way to really discern the priesthood in hard as nails. Mm -hmm. I felt like I just couldn't do that because I needed something that was very direct, intentional about my discernment towards the priesthood. Um, and so then I was like, all right, I guess what else could I do if it's not the, that seminary, if it's not hard as nails, I guess we'll look into colleges like everybody else, you know? Um, and so I was thinking about Benedictine. I was like the first choice. I was like, ah, oh, Benedictine, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I called him up. I was like, hey, do you guys have a thing called like, you know, like some where I can discern the priesthood, but still be in school and stuff? They're like, no, we don't. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> guess we'll ask somewhere else, I guess. But then I get an email literally like next week saying from Franciscan University saying, come join the priesthood discernment program. I was like, all right, God, I see you. <laughs> I was like, I see you. So I did a little application um, and I was accepted and I was like, this will be good. This will be good. You know, I get to go to school and I get to discern like intentionally. And I think that this is just the best of both wor worlds. So mm -hmm. um, now I'm at Franciscan second, second semester and it's been a wild journey, but I'm here, you know, that is a wild journey. Uh, how has your time at Franciscan been, dude? So dude it's been it's been great there's definitely been ups and downs though because like yeah i'm yeah like i'm so imperfect you know like my human desires i'm like yo i'm so like i just want someone you know yeah. <laughs> so easy to get thinking like that you know especially yeah. in the pdp you're like dude <laughs> but it's so good though because that totally like brings me to have to go to Christ, have to go to Jesus to be like, mm -hmm. all right, you've got to help me out because right now I'm feeling lonely, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's such a beautiful place to be. Yeah, you know? dude. Yeah, I mean, that's that's powerful stuff, dude. I mean, it's stuff that we all go through. I think it's funny. Um, I think it's always good to have that insight, right, on on people, on uh, on, on Catholics, especially um, mm. for, for younger kids, right? And I think there can be this tendency that I felt where it was like, Oh man, these Catholics like they don't even feel they don't even feel anything. Like you know what I mean? Like they don't have, they don't have the desires that I have. And it's like, no, we have all those desires, man. And it's the hardest thing in the world to try to not necessarily suppress them, but rightly order them, right? And yeah. 
um man i mean I, I know exactly what you mean i mean it's it's weird for for me especially in a in a similar boat because uh getting uh, I, I first met my wife at 15 which i've said up you know multiple times on the, on this podcast but just yeah. like you're not expecting it and you're never really ready and then you go to college right and so when you're kind of younger you have this idea oh yeah man college gonna be crazy i'm gonna be going here i'm gonna be going over here and then it's like no, actually, you know, like you got a girlfriend, then you got a fiance, then you got a wife. Like your college experience is way different than everybody else's. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, not that I would have it a different way, but you know, th- some of those, those temptations or things in your head, those are, those are real. And, um, and I don't think it makes us, you know, bad people for having those. We, I don't, I mean, to a certain extent, we can't really control those temptations, mm-hmm. but it, those are real. And so that was a great thing. Uh, I think you pointed out. Um, but at least in terms of, so uh, yeah, once again, I was really shocked. So right before the we started this episode, I, I kind of like introduced myself and we were kind of talking to getting to know each other. And uh, I had no clue because if you were at Franciscan and you kind of know who PDPR, which is our priestly discernment program, um, they can it kind of has a connotation to it. Very good people, um, just not necessarily like like Anthony here. You wouldn't necessarily put those two together, um, which is you know it's an awesome thing, right? Like. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean that Anthony can't be a priest or those people aren't going to be a good priests or something like that. There's a, every individual is different. So it's really cool to see. But in terms of music, so uh, I know at least the album that I first saw from you was in 2020, I believe. So that's COVID year, um, which I think sounds like your junior or senior year. Uh, when did that stuff kind of start for you? Um and then, like, did you know for a while that you kind of wanted to make music? Is there, like, how did that all start? Yeah, perfect, perfect. <clears throat> so, I remember as a kid, uh, I'd, I'd love music, you know. I'd, I always loved music. But I would always, like, grab my mom's phone or my dad's phone and just scroll through the library <laughs> that they had on their phone and just listen to random songs, random songs, you know, just listen all the music I could get. And then one time I stumbled upon this song, and it was like old Lecrae song or something like that. It's like Children of the Light, something like that. And I was like, hold up. And I never really heard rap before. This one I was like young, like six or seven or something like that. And I was like, hold up. This is like really good. Like, I love this. Like, this is so cool. And so I started listening to like, you know, Lecrae, just like a little bit. The songs that I could listen, like on my parents' phone or whatever. It's like two songs. And then and then there's this one like there's this band kind of like a group group um it's called group one crew and they make like christian music as well and like a couple of songs are rap on there too so i was like oh this is this is dope and i just kept listening to those songs and eventually i started like writing down what i thought the lyrics were on the pieces of paper so that i could like start going with it you know um and like my lyrics are probably so off though like they're probably so bad but they're like as close as i could get um and so that was me doing that like as at the earliest and then eventually i started like writing my own like cat in the hat type rap so it's just not very good bro they're all trash um it's so bad um but like it was still like okay i'm doing something on my own now um and eventually i just I just kept doing that and like kept branching out to more and more music. And I was like, yo, like I started listening to like all these different Christian rappers. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. They got like Andy Mineo, Lecrae, like all the Tadashi, like the whole 116 crew, stuff like that. But I was like, 
so inspired by that. I was like, yo, I could totally like start writing, you know, start rapping like that. Um, and then there's this one artist that I found because of a feature. He was actually featuring on a song called uh, Start Over by Flame and it's NF. So I listened to NF and like, dude, he started like dropping music like right as I started listening to him. So like his first music video, I saw that. Like, when it came out, I was like, dude, no way. So, I've been a day one for NF for so long. And it's just been crazy because, like, I've been on the journey with him. And I'm, like, learning, rap, like, how to, like, rap better and stuff with him. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, it's amazing. Just then I started, like, really making my own stuff. Like, I got, I remember in high school, like, before high school, I would just play random beats on YouTube and just write to those. Okay. Oh, okay. Then in high school, I started messing around with GarageBand because they like gave us a computer for yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. I started messing around with GarageBand and I was like, yo, this is cool, but I was so bad at GarageBand too because it like takes learning practice. Yeah. And so like my first beats were so bad. <laughs> so trash. <laughs> but like over time I kept making more and stuff. And then I had like a lot of songs that were like written, but I never like put them out or anything. Mm-hmm. Um and then eventually I had like some top songs that I liked and I was like, all right, we're going to keep these in the works. Okay. We're going to keep these here. Um, But my first release though was it's over. That was like right before, like kind of during my breakup. Okay. So it's like, that was the one. And it's like a sad boy song, you know, (laughs) like an R&B type song. To be honest, not even rap, but like that song, that was the first one I dropped. Then I started dropping some more singles. Um, like I think the other one was uh, Working and Stubborn. I think those yeah. two were like some of the earliest ones. And then um, Young Man, uh, that one too. But yeah, so a lot of the songs that are on Genesis yeah, like are written like in the process a little bit some of them before like in junior year and some of them are like during like the breakup type stuff okay yeah, yeah, yeah. um because yeah it was my senior year when i dropped the album okay um but yeah and i remember though the song lover mm-hmm. is like crazy important though like yeah that's a good that's a good song too dude the song lover though is because the song before lover though that's what I'm talking about i wrote that in class when i was going through the whole right after my breakup mm-hmm. and it's called storm and like mm-hmm. during the whole thing i was having moments of like dude you know what i'm taking upon my faith like i'm really like excited for this and although like like although this just happened i'm past it and i'm like growing towards you know the goodness right Mm -hmm. so that was like the beginning of this storm song Mm -hmm. and then the second half of the storm song hits and that's when like a new class i realized bro that's so cap like i'm actually still in the middle of the storm what am i even (laughs) saying bro like i realized like dude i'm saying the storm is over but it's not like i'm the only reason why i'm saying the storm is over is because it's easier to deal with if i just forget about it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but then at the end of the song storm the last lines are i don't know who's my lover and if i'll ever love her Mm. next song in the track next song in the album is lover Mm -hmm. bro 
that is that's what it is, bro. And so in that song, I'm talking about how like in the midst of like right after I'm like, dude, like I was looking for love in all these places, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I was talking about in the past, trying to look in the future, like all around me, but I didn't find it until I looked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Then I start like recognizing, dude, God is my lover, the lover of my soul, which is mm-hmm. so intense. And it's so like, wow, bro, the lover of my soul. Like, dude, just think about that. Yeah. And so I remember this is like one of the craziest moments. So in the second verse, I'm talking about how the sun setting is so breathtaking and everything. And I'm like mm-hmm. painting that picture. Mm-hmm. And that is a reference to when I was on vacation with my family right after my junior year. And it was July 26th or June 26th. And we were walking on the beach and the sun was setting and it was gorgeous, bro. It is literally so gorgeous. Like the colors and everything. I was like, bro. And in that moment, I heard God say like, you're mine, bro. You are mine. Like, I got you. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm yours. I'm yours. You have me. <laughs> and I totally surrendered in that moment. In that moment, I knew, like, God was calling me, you know. He was calling me. And that's, like, where it really sparked where it's like, dang, he's calling me to the priesthood. And what's crazy is that date, literally one year later, my brother got married on that day. And we didn't know that until wow. I looked back on it. And I was like, hold up dude that's insane like yeah. no coincidences bro god mm-hmm. like you planning this stuff yeah. and it's just amazing um but yeah now now i'm like still writing still working and literally last week like yeah like a week ago in a couple of days i finally bought logic so i got logic pro on my computer now but beforehand all the songs that you've heard out all been garage band so no it's like way bro yeah dude are you all been garage band. yes dude so i'm like so hyped bro so pumped wow. to start using logic and like really getting into it so insane that's great dude because like i said okay like and and for our listeners i'm not i'm i'm not here to just gas up anthony right <laughs> i'm not here to gas up our boy shway like I really, uh, me and Ella, my wife, are very picky on music. Okay, and I mm. and I've had I struggled a long time. I told I told Anthony this. I've said this to you guys. I struggled a long time with trying to get away from secular music and just stri- sticking to strictly clean and good stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a, It's a, It's 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 been a long journey, and I've had some ups and downs. Exodus was a big help. Um. And when Jake introduced me to you know your boy Shway right here, I was like, you know, like let's see what this guy's about. And I was like, this kid's pretty damn good. Like, low-key. Like, who is this guy? And, um, you know, I I was thinking about it. And then my, my wife keeps asking me, like, how does he make this stuff? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. All I know is on your, on your, uh, is it is it working? The, the like, little yeah, bit on Apple Music? You have your little setup, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I, so, I, so I seen that. And I'm like, I don't know. I just know he'd be grinding in his room. And then... Uh, wow, to hear that that's all from GarageBand is crazy. I am okay, so that's cool. Um, I mean, just everything, right? That whole story is so sick, and I think the it's so cool how you connected some of those songs, and that's I think it's a sign of of a true artist, right? But I am curious though, because like 
all right, I get you started writing and stuff, bro. But like, how I I, I wanted to like, what are your what are you thinking about? Like, what are your inspirations? Because you're you're gifted, bro. Like, I I can't okay, I can try it as hard as I can, right, to write a song, and maybe I can come up with a bar. But it's gonna be <laughs> tough to try to come up with the whole song and everything like that. And then obviously you got to be able to vocalize it. Yeah. So like when you're thinking, obviously I know I know um, you know God is at the center of you know of our of our lives. So hopefully we make it that way. But I, I know mm-hmm. at least listening to your music, especially you see that. And one of the things I really appreciate um, with you is that you're not necessarily hiding you're not hiding at all the fact that you're a christian but there's a lot of christian music i've heard right that's like a little bit suffocating where it's like Mm. yeah dude i get it you're christian you know what i mean just like make the music though you know (laughs) like and i think you do a great job of storytelling and uh one of the things that kind of irritates me i i forgot i was gonna i wanted to bring this up but i do want to bring it up uh one of the things that irritates me about like apple music or like spotify is how come it, how come when we know that someone's a Christian, now all of a sudden his genre has to be Christian? If it why can't it just be hip hop though? If it's just hip hop. Oh, so when someone you know what I mean? It's just like it kind of irritates me because I think they always try to put us in this box. Like, oh yeah, yeah, just to let you know this is Christian music. So like, you know, yeah, it's not yeah, really yeah. hip hop though. And it's like, <laughs> well, why is it? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's all storytelling, it's all different things. If someone's if someone's uh a muslim making music do we just have muslim genre i don't i don't think <laughs> generally we probably don't have muslim genre it's probably just whatever it is right like kevin yeah. Gates is a muslim or some of these other people who are like it's not just muslim though so it's just weird to me how we've done that um kind of beside the point but i wanted to get that off my chest a little bit yeah. um but anyways yeah. for yeah. for here um at least like I, I appreciate your storytelling things like that i think obviously from what i can tell you obviously get some of that writing from inspiration, things that are happening with you, the breakup and all that kind of stuff. But like, is there a certain mode? Are you in the chapel? You said you were in class. Like, how does it just click for you? Cause it's obviously not gonna click for everybody else. Bro. Okay. So that's something that I kind of don't like, but I think it's, it's okay. But I can't write something that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Like I can't write it unless I'm in that mode of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is really what I'm feeling right now. This is really how I'm like, you know? So forcing it never works. Like, I can't force it. So it's like hard sometimes when I'm like, yo, like, I kind of want to write a hype song mm-hmm. and I want to get a hype song done, but I'm not feeling that hype, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, and yeah, it's just, I have to be in that like mood. You know, so like if I'm if I'm feeling down, I'm feeling sad, then I can write a sad song, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can't like force a sad song when I'm not feeling sad, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, so I definitely can't like I can't force it. But so it really happens whenever. Like I remember so a lot of my music is like prayers. Okay. Um like keep me literally the way that song came about is because I just always would talk to God saying, all right, God, keep me, Lord, keep me, keep me. Because it's just like, I need him to keep me because yeah, if yeah. he doesn't keep me, I'm gone, bro. <laughs> you know, like I really do need him to keep me. Yeah. Um, so that's like how it is. And I remember this one time I was, and this is like, so I surrender now. You, you mentioned that before yep. we started Banger. this thing. Um, but like, dude, I was I was in a mood one night, bro. I was not feeling it. I was just like out with my family and we were like getting food to go back to our like place or whatever. 
and I was just being so irritated by everything and I don't even know why you know and they all went and they were like ordering food or whatever and I was like I'm just gonna go back to the car because I just can't so I went back to the car and I like you know texted my dad I was like all right I want this on my burrito or whatever okay (laughs) and they say they can order it and so I was just sitting in my car and I was like bro like why am I being like this like why am I acting like this, dude? Like, why can't I just be happy? Like, why can't I just be good and just be out there with my family? You know, like, what is up with me? And so I started, like, praying, like, God, like, uh, I surrender all of this, like, all of the pain, all the stuff that's going on inside my emotions, I surrender. And I just, I just give it to you, God. And so I started, like, you know, writing, you know, I surrender now, I surrender now, I surrender now. And so then like the first part of the first verse i'm talking about my emotions right mm-hmm. because that's the first that's where i was writing the first verse i was writing like when i don't have control of my emotions mm-hmm. right i give them up to you stuff like that so i'm saying like in that moment when i was in the car i had no control over my emotions so i was like god i want i want to give you these right and so that's like that's like where it is where i'm in that like god i need to give this to you or i'm praying or something like that um and that's where i really start writing you know um so it could really be anywhere in the van in class in my room whatever but that's sick no that's sick um one of the things so it's funny because i'm getting a little like nerdy with the music stuff people are probably like all right move on we even know what you guys are talking about but i'm gonna (laughs) gonna stay on it though because i know you heard you said you know nf lecrae andy all these guys yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like NF, and like I said, I'm not I generally. I'm not a big fan of most of it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm curious because okay, so on, on I surrender now. I mm-hmm. hear I hear a little bit of Russ myself. I don't know oh, yeah. if you listen to Russ. I hear a little bit of it. I think the beat's kind of similar. Some of the hey, that's tone. a compliment. That's um, a compliment. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He and you know everything's mixed, mastered, and produced by by Russ himself. So maybe you know that's a good thing. Um, and I t- actually texted you this that like, yo, I don't know if you listen to Fora, but you remind me a little bit of Fora. Yes, Fora, sir. Fora is so raw, right? Like in his storytelling and oh, yeah. like just so honest. And I think that's something that I like really, I liked about him when I was like, I don't know. I probably first listened to him when I was like 14 on Pandora, mm-hmm. just like skipping through and being like, oh, this guy's good. So like, usually if I'm like kind of in a weird, like it's kind of raining outside and I'm like in a fake depressed mood, I'll just throw on some Fora. You know what I mean? That usually gets, yeah, I got you. <laughs> that usually goes well, but I'm curious though, are there, like, because obviously you have your own unique sound, right? Like, I, yeah. if I'm listening, like, I, all right, I know it's you. I, I don't, there's some people where, like, it feels like you're just maybe, like, a copy of, a, of the secular mm-hmm. version. You know what I mean? I don't really feel that with you. But do you have, like, some of these other influences that come into it? Or is it really, like, just these people, like, the NFs or the Lecrae's that influence you? Because I'm under the impression that, Man, I don't think it's a bad thing at all to take the good stuff from the secular. And we could keep it where it's placed at, right? Like, we understand yeah. where their place is at. And we yeah. don't have to, like, you know, I think we should do that more with movies. I always say that. Like, our movies suck. Mm-hmm. Like, we should probably look at what the secular is doing a little bit more <laughs> and try to copy that in a better way. So, yeah. are, there, are there some artists? Um, <clears throat> at least I know for me, I'm curious. I'm sure maybe some of the younger folks are curious, too, that uh, aren't necessarily Christian that you looked at and be like, okay, I like his beats or like I like this flow or whatever it is. Most definitely um yeah so dude there's i like a lot of underground you know okay. like kind of like for i'd say he's a little more yeah, underground yeah, oh, as for well sure. yeah for sure yeah 
Um, but I don't know if you know Kalen Raps, but Mm-mm. Kalen Raps is someone that I found out about, like just listening to exploring music because I explore. Yay. And dude, his like delivery and his bars, I'm like, dude, that guy's that guy's so good. Like I love I love his delivery and his bars, dude. Just his cadence, the way he flows. Um, mm. so I definitely like will make music thinking like, oh shoot, this is definitely something, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like that. And then also, um there's I do really one of the artists that I'm really mostly like really attracted to their sound and music and stuff not necessarily secular but he's this more like recent rapper um he's a christian rapper but his name is holvey so holvey oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah i know Hovey. yeah holvey solid yeah he's good he's good Dude, for sure holvey's good bro i like Hovey. yeah, yeah he's um, good. but when it comes to like secular music dude i think mm, i love jack harlow's like swagger yeah like, yeah his yeah. swagger bro yeah. it's undeniable <laughs> on, the swag's on, undeniable dude on every single beat bro he's just so like swag dude <laughs> like, i don't know how else to explain it like he's just so good bro. his 100%. beats go hard yeah like nah, yeah he's tough dude but um yeah jack harlow oh man you yeah there's guy at all or no yeah, Kanye, bro. Kanye is good. Like, oh, dude, Kanye's production, bro. Kanye's yeah, yeah, yeah. Production. He's, yeah, he's ridiculous, bro. I mean, like, uh, I watched the first dude. episode of The Genius, and uh, I don't. This is becoming like a music podcast now. We're not even talking about anything else. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, just to see his like the way he operates, right, and like the ability to be like just to create that beat. Like, I don't even understand how people. I mean, obviously, you have a gift for it too. Like, I don't understand how people can like listen to a sample and be like, okay, I know what to do with this to make it a banger. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, yeah, but dude. anyone? Uh, is there anyone else that for you that's like kind of? Oh like, man. Ah oh, man, I listen to so much, bro. I listen to so many, but yeah, I don't think like because I like pulling a lot from like a lot. You know, of course. I don't yeah. think there's like a single one that's like, dude you know this person yeah 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 definitely. but yeah those those are probably like the main ones though okay yeah no that's good i was just curious uh personally because um yeah i don't really know to be honest like i i the the people that i like to listen to uh, i don't know if you listen to kid trace at all i like a lot of kid trace i think kid trace is really good he's got his own mm-hmm. he's kind of like the christian version of xxx uh, a little bit i like to put like montel as like in the Frank Ocean category almost. Me and my brother have talked about this. Maybe let us know if you want to see this video. Me and my brother want to come up with comparisons, the Christian versions of your favorite secular artists. So we might do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys could let us know if we should do that. We uh, we always talked about that. And um, yeah, man, like I said, you're doing well. One of the things I also want to ask, we'll kind of move on from the music stuff. But last question I want to ask, what's, it, what's your favorite song that you've done? Oh, everybody asks that. <laughs> oh, man. I got mine. You want me to tell people mine? Yeah, tell me. Mine's Confessions. Confessions has got to be it, dude. It's just too, like, I I think, like, that's the one where I'm like, okay, this is, like, for the raw emotion. If you guys listen to any Shway song, please do. Support my boy. But also, he's going to bless your ears, especially if you listen to Confessions. Hmm. That one is, it's, it's a banger, dude, for sure. And it's like, it's like you're talking about the sacrament without talking about the sacrament at the same time a little bit. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So yes, going sir. with it, but yes, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there, and then I'm going to let you say what your favorite song is. Bro, you already know. Oh, man. 
that's so tough because it's like all your babies, right? I know it's a it's a hard yeah one. yeah I'm yeah. Just yeah. Curious, though. No, some of them some of them I actually don't like, um, but yes, but my newest EP, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's called Face to Face, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this, yep. I was this was yeah yeah all of my songs on that are inspired by moments when i was in front of the eucharist okay wow. so it's me face to face with jesus that's why it's yeah. called face to face yeah so all of those songs were a prayer of me with jesus okay that's wow. why the album cover is the monstrance which yep. is a picture i took um at one of the super bowl conferences like after oh, amazing investment. yeah dude and it was like man so i think my favorite one right now is all that i need um or i'm yours they're just so simple but like i can pray them so often just like okay. bro those that are my so prayers sick. i didn't think about that <clears throat> you know one of the craziest thing is so after dmx died i um i swear i'm just having fun with this one bro like, i gotta even <laughs> i don't even i'm just talking about everything huh um <laughs> no but with dm after dmx died i never really got into dmx that much and then i saw these videos of him like of him, like, uh, he was on IG Live a couple years ago, like, just mm. going through scripture. And I was just like, mm. what? Like, this is the same, like, this is the same. <laughs> like, that DMX is the same guy that's, like, going <laughs> through scripture. And uh, and then I realized, and I was kind of doing some research, and then I heard, um, shoot, what's his, what's his one song? Um, all right, never mind. Moving on for that one. But uh, he would do a prayer and a gospel song every album. So, like, here he is talking about, like, all the things that DMX would talk about, you know what I mean, back in the late 90s, early 2000s when he was popping. But every album, he has a prayer that he would do, and then he would put, like, a gospel song. And I was just, like, super amazed at that um, yeah. that idea. And you could see the conflict, right? Like, I'm, I'm not trying to canonize DMX. I mean, like, he wasn't, wasn't a great dude <laughs> by a whole lot of accounts. But uh, seeing what he went through, then him speaking through music i think that's what music's supposed to be this storytelling where you see this like dichotomy within him that he understands of like it doesn't feel like he has control over things so i thought that's interesting but i mean you just saying some of these songs as like as prayers i think that's like some most powerful thing ever i mean like yeah. you're sitting there and you're not even thinking i don't know how you come up with the beat behind it or whatever but the fact that like you're in adoration and it's like no this is actually my prayer that i'm giving to you I mean, yo, regardless if you become as big as NF or not, it's like that's all that matters right there. You know what I mean? In that moment, what you're oh, yeah. doing and using using the gifts that God's giving you. So that's beautiful, dude. Um, as we kind of keep moving forward, because this has been a long. I've just been having fun with this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's I good, I bro. I'm glad. Um, so, no, that's all cool. And, yeah, dude, like I said, I really, I really do want to keep encouraging people, like, check them out. Um, like I said, if there's PPK conferences coming, uh, I'm gonna have to try to bring Shway out. We're gonna see. So you guys have to stay tuned for that. But yes, as sir. we kind of move forward, I mean, what are some of your hopes and goals for moving forward? It's kind of weird because I was writing, I was trying to prepare my notes for this interview, and I didn't realize you were trying to start priesthood. So that question's a little, <laughs> a little bit interest, more interesting now. Yeah, um, yeah. And sure. not that you, not that you're limited by any means. You know what I mean? Um, you could do all that God has planned for you. Um, but yeah. what are you kind of, at least what are you thinking? Right. Like I know when you make plans, God laughs, you know, I get that. I, I'm, I'm always trying to make plans and they never really work yeah. out how I want them to, but at least like, what are you kind of looking at and being like, okay, this is where I kind of want the music to be. Or even the sense of like, maybe certain orders, are you looking at dialysis and what is that kind of stuff looking like for you? Perfect, perfect. Perfect. All right. So 
with the music, I personally just love making it. And I don't necessarily like, and I would love to be able to share like the truth through the music, right? Share the beauty, the goodness, and the truth through the music. So that's like, oh, uh, and just the message of the music. Like, I think that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily see like, oh, I have to get this like big or I have to, you yeah. know, like, I don't really, I don't like first, especially because the music started off just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because a lot of the music is my own prayer, um, it's just like wherever it goes, it goes. Mm-hmm. And God's going to do his work with whatever, you know, happens with it because it's like if god wants me to perform perform it for people so that like it can reach people like dude praise god but i'm not necessarily thinking dude when's my next concert or (laughs) like i'm just chilling how i am um you know praying and making music so that's Mm kind of where that is um and i i definitely want to continue making music and get better at it and just um continue to put out you know these um this music that will help people to pray because um as i mentioned like my last ep which was just all prayers from the eucharist one one of the kids on campus came up to me one day and he's like dude i was li- i was praying with your ep during my holy hour and i was like bro no literally mind blown i was like dude, this is literally the best thing that anyone could yeah. ever say you know like yeah, that's man. amazing yeah. so like that's honestly so just humbling when god has done that with my music and it's just amazing um but yeah and and to to the second part of your question about like whether discerning diocesan or different order like it's so i feel like it's so early on in in my discernment i visited Mm -hmm. um a couple of orders and you know i'm gonna be doing an intern with uh my uh parish back at home for the summers and everything um but yeah it's just you know i don't necessarily feel like there's a certain thing that's like oh that's that's it you know uh, it's just i'm just along for the ride to be honest um so wherever god's taking me it's just that's the way it should be we're we're going we're going there so exactly that's the way it should be um, oh shoot. yeah, that's what I was, uh, one of the things I was going to say, cause yeah, dude, I've had a couple conversations that Franciscan and like, I think more people are listening to you than me, but you know what I mean? I'm not trying to like, it, it, I get it. You know what I mean? But I, I, I remember just being at Franciscan and like when someone would come up and be like, yo, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> time to sit down and listen to me. You probably know more than me. You're probably better Catholic than I am. And you're listening to me. Like, what does that even mean? Well, like, I, I'm curious about this. Like, do you get, it's hard. Cause like, I do see on Apple music, you got enough people that are liking songs that you have stars next to some of them, right? Like the better ones. So like, yeah. are you getting like uh, a decent amount of feedback? Like, how does that even work from like the artist's Dude. perspective? I never really understood it. Yeah. When people, when people talk to me, say like, Hey, I listen to your music. Sometimes I'm like, just so in awe that they even know who i am i'm like bro who i <laughs> like today at lunch i was sitting with some random people today at lunch yeah. and i was like hey nice to meet you my name is They're like hey you're shway i'm like 
bro what how do you know me and like oh dude you get around i'm like all right well you know tell me your name but like honestly i don't sometimes i'm like a little scared that people like know my music it's like mm. when people come up to me like oh dude i i know like you make music like, i listen to your some of your stuff i'm like oh like sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, but yeah because some people some people come up to me and they'll be like wow dude i love your music you know like it's crazy and i'm like dude that's i don't even like all my music you know like how do you like my music um and you know sometimes sometimes like i don't know if someone's being like sarcastic like saying yeah. like oh like, i like your music or something like yeah. whatever but nah it's whatever so but no, that's cool man i mean that's i, I know how I, how crazy it'd be i know when like uh i'm always just so humble like I, man it's a point like i think it's like a thing where um anytime you're in some form of, of ministry evangelization which i would consider your music like a, a form of evangelization like mm-hmm. it just takes one right like that's all we really need like as much as like we want to reach more people at the end of the day like if you had one person that says that you help me in this way like that's all mm-hmm. you really need in this stuff oh yeah. all right so one of i have like uh two more things a couple more things here perfect so one of the things i was actually talking to my dad about this and um i had someone else on um named nathan who these people probably see so uh, I have to, I kind of have to schedule these out, you know what I mean? Some of these interviews. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they probably will have seen it by the time this one's out. And, you know, one of the things that's interesting to me is that I always felt like, dude, we need more people. We need more shways, right? Like we mm. need people who aren't trying to be a weird version of what's already out there. They're just trying to be themselves and it comes across mm. their storytelling. They're just trying to do it. Um, and dude, I mean, the fact that you did it all on GarageBand too, like with the little means that you have, it's just crazy. But we need more of those people. Like, I wish there was a, more of those taking the steps in in, in film and some of these other things, right? Like, mm. um, I just think we need more examples and it doesn't hurt. But I think one of the things that is perhaps holding us back is the fact that it's not very, it's not encouraged a lot, you know? Like, I, I don't know how your parents felt, but maybe when you were, like, starting to rap, they're like, all right, like, Anthony's going to this face, you know what I mean? Like, let's hope he grows out of it or whatever it is there's going to be a lot of those people, right? Like I'm someone who's like really invested in making clothes. That's not something mm. that's generally encouraged by our, our community because that's generally looked at as a secular part of society and we shouldn't be replicating that, which is true to a certain extent, right? Like it's hard for uh, David Henry in Wizard of Waverly Place. He's a, you know, a good Catholic still, you know, thankfully, or Harrison Butler mm-hmm. for the Chiefs and some of these people who, you know, you can see it where there's a lot of people who maybe are scared of, throwing their kids or encouraging them to do that stuff because they know it's a world that's going to be hard to get out of, right? It's going to be hard to, to stay who you are. But I mean, at least I guess my question being for like this new generation and kind of having that in mind, do you see some momentum? Cause I feel I, I tend to be a pessimist in terms of my own life. I'm like, always like, all right, things are going well. I'm waiting for the bad thing to happen. Right. Or like, <laughs> if so, is there some really good news, I'm like, all right, but what's going to happen before that, before I get there? You know what I mean? That's kind of how I am. But in terms yeah. of the future, I'm pretty confident, man. I think, you know, seeing artists like you or seeing some other people that I've encountered, being at Franciscan was huge. I mean, seeing the amount of like just awesome human beings that I've met there made me pretty hopeful for what we have coming. And I think um, there's some real difference that the younger generation can can make. 
where do you see, I guess, this younger generation? Do you think there, we're going to have more opportunities for Catholic mm. artists like yourself, for Catholic whatever the heck it's going to be? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Well, <clears throat> I think that there are definitely a lot of talented people. Um, and even even if they aren't talented, and like they try and they're doing it for god it's like it can't go wrong because dude think about all the people god has used right <laughs> literally everybody is practically like literally the people that he chose like david he's the shortest dude out there and he chose him to slay goliath you know what i'm saying like all these all these people he likes to use like the underdogs you know mm -hmm. and and I definitely see, like, you can't not see the future and not have hope. Because I think that's essential mm. um, to just the vision, right? You have to have hope. Um, and I think there always is hope because we have God's hand moving through everything, you know? And so if you have that, you know, God's going to work through it. Literally, God's going to work through it. And, yeah, I think I think out of all the people that are doing God's will, and if they're just allowing God, like, okay, so, you know, we are given talents, right? We're given gifts. We're given opportunity. All these things. That's not on accident, right? Like, God chose us for a reason to have these different gifts, different talents, and all these things. And um, in the Bible, the person that hides their talents, it's like, God, I don't like that, bro. <laughs> like, remember the, the man who buries his talents? Yeah, He's like, yeah, dude, yeah. I don't know you, bro. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. And it's just, you got to be able to trust in God and just move with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. use your talents for his glory. And that's yeah. something that. I think once people, like the people that went out and multiplied their talents in the Gospels, um, they came they came back with like double the amount, you know? And so, because they were going out and doing stuff, right? So when you go out with your talents that God has given you, he's going to multiply them. He's going to bless them. He's going to definitely, you know, let them be used for his glory and to bring other people to him. And I think that's... Yep. That's so true. Like he gave you these for a reason. So go out and let him use them, you know? So yeah, that's, that's oh. crazy. Cause my last thing was going to be, do you have advice for like basically young Catholic creatives? And then you just go in and give them the advice. But I think what you're saying is true. Like for some of these people who have gifts, I think there's a challenge, bro. There there's, there's a big challenge there to say, how are you going to glorify God through those? Mm. Because the thing is, it's easy it's like, I'm sure, you know, how much easier would it be for you to talk about, you know, foreign whips and girls and this and chains and that I'm sure you could write one right now. Like if we just time, it, <laughs> it would take you five minutes to make that right. But you know, what's hard is like sitting before the Eucharist and writing a prayer. That's difficult to do. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, that's for me when I'm thinking about some of the stuff that I feel like I'm called to or some of this clothing is like, man, it's really easy to get like a Coca-Cola shirt and then just put like Jesus Christ instead. And then like, oh yeah, it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of quirky and funny and stuff like that. But like, how can yeah. I truly reveal Christ in a way people have never seen before through some of these things? 
And that's the point I think that, not that we're going to have that answer right away, but we should be pushing ourselves to figure out that answer. You know, if we do have these callings, if we do have these gifts, it's like, man, uh, is, is what I'm doing, you know, really making things different or am I just mm. doing it just to do it? You know, is, or if I, am I looking like everybody else? Um, and that's a hard thing to do. But I feel like if we have more of those people doing it, especially as young Catholics, I think there's only so much we could do, man. Uh, I mean, I hope that we're building cathedrals like we did in the 1700s of Europe again. Like, I hope we're just trying to reach for all these crazy things that I think were uh, part of the church. And then now with the ability that we have of technology, GarageBand, Instagram, and that we can even go further and, you know, go mm -hmm. above and beyond what we have done in the past. Um, but with that, I mean, we're about basically about an hour here. Um, I told you we we're going to go longer than an hour, but I, I did ask my questions. I want to thank you, Anthony, for coming on, dude. Um, it's been such a pleasure. I had so much fun. I, I, I'd love to be able to bring you back on. Maybe if we got some more topics, I have into more stuff, dude. I'm all here. Like I want to share the little platform I do have with as many people. Like I want to bring everybody on, you know, I mean, I hope you get at the very least like 50 more people listening to your stuff <laughs> or whatever, man, something 25, 10, if it's just one yeah, more listener. Um, so I'm hoping for that. Thank you for being on dude. It's been such a pleasure. Um, and like I said, I think, you know, hopefully watch out guys. Maybe we're going to be working together in the future. You never know. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you. And do you have any last closing things? Dude, people? I'm, yeah, bro. Thank you for, you know, reaching out and having Jake you know, hit me up. Um, dude, it's been such a blessing, so humbling being here, you know? Um, and yeah, definitely keep it up too. Um, we'll definitely have to link up in the future for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, how about we can just close in a prayer? How about that? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. Praise God, Lord, for you are good. Lord, praise you for everything that you've done in my life and done in, in Miko's life and everybody else. Lord, you are working. I pray that through this ministry um, of this Priest, Prophet, King podcast and through my music, you may reach more souls and we will be able to use our gifts and our talents to glorify you, Lord. I pray for everybody that's listening that they may find it, um, that your love may transform their life and they may become closer to you, Lord. Um, and we ask this through the intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Well, uh, we have one before. So thank you. Thank you for the prayer. Again, thank you for being on, dude. It was so much fun. Um, like I said, look out for more stuff in the future. Check out your boy Shway. Just dropped the EP. He told you about it was literally Eucharistic adoration. I mean, how could you not support? Go listen to him. Um, but with that, thank you guys for tuning in. If you made it this far, we appreciate it. I um, hope you guys are enjoying some of the new stuff, some of the new content we've been putting out. Uh, we look forward to doing some more. 
and uh, make sure you like, you're commenting, you're subscribing, you're sharing. Um, you know, Shway, he that's what he says in one of his songs. You guys probably haven't heard it yet. He says, like, comment, subscribe to, to PBK, right? You said that in that one? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. In the, that's in the last one. That's in the last one. Yeah, it's in the last yeah, one. You guys, you guys yeah. probably, they missed it because they don't listen. That's the issue. If you guys yeah, listen, you guys would already it, know. Exactly. So you guys would have already liked, comment, and subscribed because you would have listened to Shway's last right, one right, that he right. did. And it was called, yeah, you guys, well, if you knew, then you would know what it's called. So we don't got to know. Yeah. But uh, with that, man, that's it. We'll see you sign off uh, till next time, guys. And uh, have a good one. God bless and peace.